Empires and Billy West. Or Stimson J. Cat or Lynn Hart. Shut up, you fool! And I'm Dr. Zoidberg, and I'm saying hello with Professor Hubert Farnsworth and your old Captain Zap Brannigan. You're listening to Two Broke Geeks. Joy! Glad that's your Hakuman bit. Oh, Ben Cinder Claus. Yes, I. Merry Christmas! Dinner with Paul! This is the night before the dawn, before the day of Christmas. <laughs> Your Honor, every one of these letters is addressed to Santa Claus. The post office has delivered them. Oh, I almost forgot. Smile, Santa! All right, here we go. So let's jump right into this one so we can... I'm going to jump into your pants. Woo! I mean, what? Yeah, we're going to skinny dip right into these topics because this is two broke geeks. Yeah. I'm Matt. I'm Justin. Yeah, you are, buddy. So, um, yeah, got pretty much two big topics to cover this week, but you've got one first that I definitely want to know about. What in the heck is this Looney Tunes game you keep talking about? Okay, so I've been keeping, uh, I don't know, like, it's this thing I saw, like, through Twitter, mm -hmm. uh, through Looney Tunes uh, official Twitter. I'm actually using it right now because I'm harvesting jewels. Nice. But basically... Basically, it's a. They just released an app, uh, and they're not sponsored by us at all. We're I not sponsored wish we were sponsored by Looney Tunes. Hey, Looney Tunes, you want? We will spot. I know. I sent him a couple messages. <laughs> Who knows? Anyway, a game is called Looney Tunes Weapons of Mayhem, mm -hmm. and it's a, it's a phone app game yeah. where you basically, uh, you you collect Looney Tunes characters, mm -hmm. and you fight each other. You do all these tasks. Mm -hmm. Uh, and you have to go through levels. You only have like a certain amount of energy you can use. Uh, I mean, you can't. It's free. It's a free game. Um, it's one of those things so like, where you right, can do in-app purchases to be to get better stuff. Correct. Correct. Yeah. yeah, it's that kind of yeah. thing. Or you can just wait until you get enough energy and stuff, mm -hmm. and you just go on fights. And it's basically you get different variations of characters, like. Uh, I can like my team right like you get up to four characters but you basically just collect all these different versions of Looney Tunes characters that all have different properties like some are defenders some are attackers some are support that's amazing uh, turn base so like my main team right now is reg is a regular Bugs Bunny a scout uh, Foghorn Leghorn who has like as a big defender uh uh uh, uh who was he's called? Uh, Showbiz Daffy, mm -hmm. who is a rare, uh, a rare version of Daffy Duck you can get, and then a Scoutmaster, oh, Scout Sylvester. That's awesome. But I have a whole, but I have a whole bunch of different characters. Like I have three different uh, Daffy. I think I have two different Daffys, two different Sylvest, uh, two different Daffys, two Sylvesters, mm -hmm. two Yosemites, and two Grannies. Nice. And they all are, do different purposes. And like I said, game's free. Go check it out. Um, it's basically they have you get treasure chests as you go through. Mm -hmm. It's addicting. Like I've been, I played way too long the other day. Uh, and you can join teams, and you you get uh, you can battle other people and steal people's chests where you set up like barriers for people to cross over mm -hmm. of characters. Uh, it's it is just it's just nice because I'm a big Looney Tunes fan, mm -hmm. uh, and you can like power up your characters. It's great. I'm gonna put it, it's a lot of fun. I think I'm gonna down my my phone is pretty much has no memory left, but my tablet has nothing on it except the 
the, you know, the obviously the apps that they keep on it when you buy it and Marvel Unlimited. So I have space. I'm going to download this game I want to play. Yeah, because it's great. Like, you'll get a bunch of cool stuff. They give you, like, Bugs Bunny. They show you the ropes. And then, like, as you gain levels. Like, I'm right now at level 9 mm-hmm. as a but like you can you go through and you have to like collect chips which can be you once you get enough you can power up your character to the next to the next star because they go like they can start as like one star up to five stars so it's a lot of work like basically what you're what you don't know right now what you can't see is i'm literally just watching youtube videos that they send you so i can get gems uh so so i can use gems to unlock things later or buy a pl- giant like a giant thing of tickets which will hopefully get me like hard to get characters like witch hazel or gossamer <laughs> okay nice very cool so it's fun it's it's really interesting mm-hmm. uh, and i enjoy it and so like i said uh looney tunes weapons of mayhem uh it just came out like two days ago uh, like I said, we, they are not sponsoring us. I just mm-hmm. think this is kick-ass and has a Looney Tunes fan. Yeah. Uh, and if you're a Looney Tunes fan, get it. It is. I'm. I am gonna say it is a little bit glitchy. Well, like I'm not yeah, gonna lie. Especially if it's it been ju- up for a couple days. Just came out, right? Yeah. Yeah. That makes some sense then. Okay. Well, that's good. You've convinced me. Hooray! I've convinced you. Yep. Yep. I want to play. Good deal. All right, so <clears throat> finally, after getting the release date wrong two weeks in a row, <laughs> we, <laughs> we finally, finally got to go ahead and see Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Yeah, finally. Yep. <laughs> finally. And I really liked it a lot more than I thought I would. I Same. liked it a whole yeah. bunch. Yeah. Oh, you did? Yeah. I, oh, yeah, you told me already. I was. I, I tried not to know if you liked it, but then you posted that you liked it. Because I, when I came out of the movie, I honestly was like, well, I really liked that. I really think Justin will like that, but it could go either way. I can't wait to find out. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Like, we talked about before. Um, mm-hmm. My main complaint was going at least from trailer mm-hmm. Uh, circumstances was I was like I wasn't a hundred percent on board with the animation style. Yeah, neither was I. And surprisingly, going in like coming out mm-hmm. of it, like I think it actually worked a lot better than I thought it would. Yeah, it was. Uh, it it yeah. took me a few minutes to get used to because I've never really seen like a lot of the background. It, it was this really interesting thing I noticed that they did where a lot of the background art was kind of like flat and comic booky looking even though the characters were um, obviously this interesting three-dimensional uh, computer animation. Yeah, and there's like moments, I think you mentioned mm-hmm. it, like where like it really pulls your attention and it kind of looks like you're wa- like you forgot to put on your 3D glasses. Dude, yes, it screwed me up so bad a few times. I was like, "Wait a minute. It, parts of this are bl- am I in a 3D showing and I didn't know like yeah. I really it took me a minute to realize that I I literally coming out thought either it was just my theater that like maybe was accidentally slightly out of focus or in I had to ask other people that had seen it <laughs> but it did after a while it didn't bother it bothered me at first but I got used to it yeah um but I actually thought the story was really good yep um I liked a lot of the dialogue between the spider guys mm-hmm. yeah I liked um <clears throat> Of course, we've obviously talked about how we're kind of annoyed with the idea of the Spider-Verse in the comics where there's so many. But I think one of the things this movie really might have done to help the movie versions of Spider-Man is explain. Because I don't think you could have put Miles up there uh, kind of without explaining that there's more than... I, I just don't... You couldn't have put Miles up there had Peter Parker die 
and not really explain that there are just a whole bunch of different versions of Spider-Man in different universes. I don't yeah. necessarily know if people would... Because then, obviously, next year there's Spider-Man Homecoming. And, of course, there's the difference between animation and live action, too. But I really think it helped the idea spread to the general audience. Because we're comic book readers. We're used to infinite number of universes. But maybe general audiences that go see comic book movies don't know there's lots of different universes. Yeah, and especially for something like this, it really helps. Since it's, it is technically geared to a younger audience yeah except um, there was one most of the people in the theater i think pretty much all the other adults in the theater which was kind of a weird there was like there was my theater wasn't very full i went at like a weird time um i went at like six on a friday which is not prime you you know people usually go at like seven but the the yeah. standard showing was at a weird time and actually i almost wish i had seen it in 3d after seeing it but i saw it in standard Same here um <clears throat> but i was the only <laughs> there were a lot of funny moments in this movie theater or in this movie rather and people laughed at a lot of them i was the only person that laughed at the joke about spider-man 3 oh my god that was hilarious and this one and for people who haven't seen it yet spoiler alert they make fun of when peter parker is dancing down the street in spider-man 3 yeah it's like yeah we don't talk about yeah. this one time much. i even did this we don't talk about that yeah like this movie was like this movie was a lot funnier than i thought it was going to be mm. but what, what, what i didn't even realize i don't know if you uh like was paying attention to some of the voice actors mm -hmm. this thing was freaking like stacked oh it took me till the very end to realize while king why kingpin sounded so familiar and it's because he was leave schreiber <laughs> well i knew that i didn't um but and i like, also didn't know did that you... mahashar mahashar i can't pronounce it god damn it the guy that played yeah. Cottonmouth in luke cage yeah. mahashara ali i think it's pronounced he was uh, Uncle Aaron. Yeah. Did you? Well, also the first Spider-Man, like like his Spider-Man. You know who voiced oh, him? Oh, Miles is Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah, Chris Pine. <gasps> was it really? Yeah. I didn't even notice. <laughs> I didn't notice until the end of the credits, where it's like Peter, Peter Parker, Chris Pine. I was like, wait, what? Because <laughs> obviously. Oh, and uh, of course, before this movie, I was complaining I didn't like the way Peter sounded, but we find out that that's because the Peter in the trailers is like the 40-something-year-old down-on-his-luck gotten fat Yeah, Peter Mr. Parker. De yeah, <laughs> the fat one. Oh, God, that was funny. They kept me Well, you've gotten rounder. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I realize that's a fat joke. <laughs> okay. I, you, you, you certainly are looking... Fuller, okay. I, I mean, the, honestly, this movie didn't have like a ton to it in terms of like story. It was mainly like, okay, Spider-Man's dead. There's a new mm -hmm. Spider-Man, mm -hmm. and then there's because Leave Shri uh, because Kingpin mm -hmm. causes a super collider to open up because he's looking for Vanessa other... and his son. Because his Vanessa yeah. and son are dead, and he wants to search other universes for another Vanessa. And another which honestly, which honestly they didn't give they didn't give enough like that I was kind of sad that they didn't give enough to that in terms of time. Yeah, because it was just mentioned at the beginning with Chris Pine being like, "I know what you're doing, and you're not gonna get it's not gonna work." Mm -hmm. And then at the very end, mm -hmm. and I was just like, "Okay, so you kind of sandwiched that the reason." kingpin's doing this yeah but because it was mostly a kids movie i it make like if that was happening in like a full-on live action uh pg-13 kind of meant for which i'm not saying this is a kids movie i definitely think that this is an an all ages movie but the main audience is obviously kids um yeah because most of the people i've seen loving it have been uh, just adult comic book nerds like us. <laughs> oh yeah, totally. Um, I do. I freaking. I, I. I was going in, going. God damn it! They're doing Spider Ham, and I came out like, all right, I like Spider Ham. I really liked him too. He was really funny. Yeah. 
And uh, Nicolas Cage as, a, as Spider-Man Noir. There was nothing more perfect. It's like there's nobody more perfect to be Spider-Man Noir than Nicolas Cage. He was oh my God. so good. Why is there wind? We're in, we're in a basement with no windows. The wind. Wherever I go, the wind follows it's me. It's the wind of justice. Or whatever he said. <laughs> I like to light a match and let it burn all the way down to my fingertips so I can feel. And then it burns out right before it gets to his fingertips. He's like, oh. Yeah. oh. This is purple, right? Not even close. Oh, I don't yeah. understand this cube, but I will. I'm, yeah. I'm taking this with me. I don't understand it, I, but I will. <laughs> I like the part oh in the God, end it's... credits where he like has it under glass and every, he's looking all triumphant and everyone's just... Oh God. So, okay. <clears throat> so, you didn't stay for the end credits. I then. didn't know there was an after... I saw the tribute to Stan Lee and Steve Ditko. So, after that, there's one other thing. Oh, damn it. I missed it. What was it? <clears throat> it's really funny. Okay. Um, Basically, uh, there's a there's a projection girl that comes up, mm. and she's like, "Well, it looks like the the multiverse didn't blow up or whatever." And you hear like this disembodied voice, this voice be like, "Yeah, I get it, man." Mm. And so they're basically saying like, "Oh, so and the the android the the projection's like, well, it looks like now you now you see that it hasn't destroyed, so that means you can multi you can jump from universe to universe now." And it pulls back, and it's Miguel O'Hara, uh, Spider-Man 2099. Oh, nice. And and he's like, uh, and so it's like, all right, I guess we're going to do this whole uh, multi-jump thing. Mm-hmm. And the projection's like, okay, well, where do you want to go, Miguel? And he's like, well, let's start at the beginning. And he hits it, and it goes all the way back to... Um, the very first Spider-Man cartoon, you know, the old one where they make fun of the, mm-hmm. like where all those memes come from. Mm-hmm. So it goes to that where it's he jumps in and it's Spider-Man with the pointing uh, meme where there's like something in front of him. He's pointing <sighs> and he's like, "Who are you?" And he's like, "I'm you." And he's like, "You're evil." And he's like, "What are you?" It's this long gag. It's like, "Wait, I'm you." Like, and it's just it's so hard for me to. I wish I'd it. seen It's like that. you're pointing at me. It's so fucking funny. Oh man. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, and of course, I, there was only one, uh, I didn't know Penny Parker, I had never heard of that iteration, the girl who had like the uh, psychic the connection robot. to the spider the psychic, that lived yeah. in her robot, that was weird. Yeah, that's a thing. Yeah, but overall, like I really liked, and obviously, uh, I will say my one big complaint about this movie is I didn't like any of the villain designs except Doc Ock. Uh, yeah, I thought the Kingpin design the was really bad. The Scorpion design was really bad. The Green Goblin. Des- Prowler wasn't. Oh, Prowler was like Prowler bad. too. Prowler looked. Yeah, yeah, Goblin. Ugh. Well, that was a weird mix. Because obviously Miles is Ultimate Universe, but they didn't even use the Ultimate Universe designs. The the Green Goblin was like. Part Ultimate Universe, part 616 Universe, and part Dragon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which was weird. It was very bizarre. Yeah, so... Uh. And can, can I just say, I kind of thought the, the Doc Ock was hot. Yeah, if I can say that I thought the same thing about Gwen Stacy. Oh my god, yeah, well, Gwen Stacy and, and Mary Jane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one moment where we're in the dining the, the dining area. <gasps> where he, god, that cracked me up. Where, I'm so... Where he's just... Uh, for those who... Yeah, we're spoiling parts of this movie, so... Yeah. But yeah, where he... Uh, the down-on-his-luck Peter sees... Who's divorced from Mary Jane, like, opens up to a different version of Mary Jane and under the guy... She's like, we didn't get any bread. He's like, I'm so sorry I wasn't there for you when you needed bread. Yeah. I should have been a better person at, at, at making sure you had enough bread. You know what? We don't need the bread. It's, 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 it's all no, right. No, you deserve better selections of bread (laughs) (laughs) that cracked me up so much 
This friggin' and movie. Then, like, okay, and I then, like I said, I texted this to you yesterday. It was one of my fa- It was just a throwaway thing, but it really was one of my favorite things in the movie. Right before Spider-Ham leaves, how he hands Miles that <laughs> giant hammer and says, I want you to have this. It fits in your pocket. Yeah. <laughs> it was so stupid, but I liked it so much. <laughs> okay, I got a question for you. Um, because this happened in our theater. Um... When Stan Lee's cameo came on, somebody in my theater shouted, did, "It's Stan!" Oh, okay. That that's not what we had. Oh, okay. We had like a weird like moment of silence oh, no. kind of deal. Somebody in my theater, like I said, my theater didn't have very many people in it, and it was a lot of like parents and kids. <clears throat> yeah, mine was like maybe like it was like half, maybe half full. But there was somebody who just went, "It's Stan!" <laughs> Yeah. And I was like, okay, but, like, we, okay. A lot of yeah, a lot of us were like, there was like this moment where like Stan comes on and a bunch of us were just like, oh. Mm. That was what I was like. I was like, oh, and then that guy had to ruin it. Of course he had to ruin it. But we're going to be getting that anyway for the like next three Marvel films. It's yeah, I hope that guy doesn't show up the next time I go to one of those. Yeah. But, but yeah, go see this movie, guys. I, now I'm excited. for. Obviously, at the end, it opens up for a sequel because Miles is laying in his bed and that portal opens and Gwen says, Hey, Miles, what you doing? Yeah. I'm like, all right, it's, I'm ready. It'll be interesting. I really, this movie just, because none of the trailers, I, I really didn't like any of the trailers for this movie. I didn't yeah. think it was going to be that good and it really was that good. It really was. Yeah, I'm really glad I was proven I wrong. Was, I am too. I really freaking liked it, dude. It was. Oh man, this can't get any weirder. It can it get can weirder. Get my hands are. My hands are. I wash, I wash my, my hands. hands. That's why they're wet. That's why they're wet, no. and no other reason. <laughs> and I didn't know. I had no idea until this movie. And this is another thing that made me laugh really hard. That Peter Porker wasn't a pig that got bit by a radioactive spider. A, he was a, yeah, spider a spider that got that bit by a radioactive re- pig. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, and they're like, I, lo- I had to look it up I lo- afterward. I had no idea that. I I love when they're like trying to teach Miles. Um, like he's like, can you do this? Can you do this? And and Spider Ham's just like, can you fly through can the you sky? Float when you sm- sky while you smell pie. <laughs> yep. The other thing I liked in this movie um, <clears throat> quite a bit was uh, obviously I liked. I'm always a bigger fan since, especially since it's the more modern take on Spider Man. I like it when Aunt May knows that Peter is Spider Man. Oh yeah, like that. And I actually liked that she was actually wicked smart. And that's not even in the ultimate. Co- she gives uh, Miles those web shooters and is like, "I built them myself." Yeah, I really liked that a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it was. They did some really smart things in this set. I'm. I was actually very surprised about. Mm-hmm. If Aquaman wasn't coming out this week, I'd go see it a second time. But I'm not gonna have time to do both. So. Oh yeah, Aquaman. That's finally coming. It's finally out. coming out after it seems like everyone in the friggin' world has seen it because it it's already yeah. been open in China for like a week. Plus, there were early press screenings. Plus, there were the Amazon screenings, like, last night. I'm like, I think I'm the only, one of only, like, two people that hasn't seen this movie yet. It's me and There's Justin. There's at least four of us. Yeah. Well, there was this one guy I work with that, like, our running gag for, like, the last couple weeks, or for the last month is, like, it's like, well, it's another week, and Aquaman is still not out, surprisingly. Yeah, exactly. feels like this movie's been coming out forever, because they've had this weird... Yeah. And then it doesn't come out in... It comes out the 21st or 22nd here, and then it doesn't come out till like Christmas or just after Christmas in Australia. It's taking forever to come. I've never seen a movie take so long to come out. Yeah, it's got the weirdest release. I mean, Australia usually gets movies late, but usually things don't open in China so much before they open in the U.S. It's made like a hundred and some hundred and twenty-six million in china so far or something like that it's doing really it's, well it's destroying mm-hmm. so i'm very excited i'm very excited to finally i see am this. dodging things as much as i can but every once in a while i see um 
a tweet about it, but I haven't seen a bad tweet about it, so... I have yet to see a bad tweet, mm. and I have yet to see... Surprisingly, I have yet to see anything, because usually I always come across something, and it always pisses me mm. off. I have yet to come across anything that spoils Yeah, I haven't either, anything. which is nice. I, I hate it when people... People are being good. They're not posting spoilers yet. So far. So far. We'll see what happens in the next few days. <laughs> Since, yeah. like I said, so many people have already seen it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> other than that, though. Oh yeah. So yeah. Uh, as like when we finished recording last last week on Monday, they released the Godzilla King of the Monsters trailer. Oh yeah. Uh, I'm all those posters that gave us that really good look at um, everyone. Everyone except Ghidorah. Except, well, uh, I've seen Ghidorah looks like Ghidorah. Like you yeah. caught, there's been glimpses of Ghidorah in the trailers, and plus the the toys of Ghidorah, Rodan, and Mothra. yeah, the toys kind of gave it. Yeah, yeah. but that uh, especially that Rodan poster. <laughs> oh man, I'm. I love them all, but I kind of am in love with the Mothra one the most. Surprisingly. Really? Yeah. Maybe because he actually looks like a badass. Interesting. I wouldn't have guessed you would have liked the Mothra one the best. I know. Mothra yeah. sucks. Uh huh. Yep. Oh wait, here I just got breaking news: an important message for Kingdom uh, for Kingdom Hearts three from director. Tetsuya Nomura. Sorry, I was scrolling for anything important and I found this. It says, We're aware that a small portion of Kingdom Hearts 3 has been circulating online before its official release. We are also aware as to how this all happened. We're sorry to see this cause concern amongst our fans who are excited for the release. The whole team has been working together since yesterday night, Japan time, to investigate what we can do to better this situation. But first, we would like to ask that you do not share these videos. The game's epilogue and secret movie, which are the biggest spoilers in this game, are planned to be released at a later date just in case so they will not be shown before the game's release. We want everyone to be able to equally experience the full game after its release so we ask for your continued support in this matter we're also very grateful that our fans have been warning each other already about the spoilers thank you very much we're one month from the release let's enjoy the game together when it releases on january 29th 2019 wait so someone some dickhole released like basically all the spoilers released a portion online of, yeah released a portion of the game online before what the shit really, yeah that just breaking news right there. Well, I've got to keep an eye on not finding that. Yeah, me too. screw that crap. <clears throat> Good thing I came across that. <clears throat> yeah. That's, that is horse shit. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's terrible. Don't like it. Don't like it at all. Like, who, like... Obvi it has to be someone who has. Well, they like, say they're aware of it, so it's got to be somebody from. It's got to be some asshole inside of the company, which is yeah. really bad. <laughs> yeah. Or somebody that they, or like a test tester, you know, maybe like a yeah, or like a beta well, player. Like, yeah. God damn it! That's so dumb. Yep, I agree. This is why we can't have nice things. This is yeah, I agree. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. So anyway, we were talking about Godzilla. We're looking forward to that. It's gonna be awesome. I'm so stoked. But mainly I because the, there's that one that that one bit where Godzilla and King Ghidorah are just running oh, at each other. King Ghidorah is my. I'm just like, oh my god, he's running. I'm so down. Uh, Ghidorah is my favorite. After Godzilla, obviously, Ghidorah is my favorite. I love it when Godzilla and Ghidorah fight. I just it makes me even more excited because they have already started filming King Kong versus Godzilla. I know. Can't wait for that. And either. I'm like, holy shit! Yeah. Mm, I rewatched the mm. uh, 2019. It's such an underrated, or not 2019. The the uh, the, the 2014 Godzilla. Um, rewatched it this week. It's so underrated. People always bitch. They're like, oh, there's not enough Godzilla in it. I'm like, are you kidding? This movie's got it just in... They're like, oh, the middle's boring. I'm like, it gets a little bit slow, but I don't think it's ever boring. It's a good movie, damn it! 
there's a lot of people still give that movie crap just because of the death of Brian Cranston in the first ten. I minutes. know they're like, oh, Brian Cranston shouldn't have died. And I'm like, why? That's like, what? Why? Like, what would his character have pulls, done? Yeah. <laughs> It's kind of like the, like it pulls the rug from me under you. It's like you expect this, mm-hmm. and now it's going to become completely different. And plus, who goes into a Godzilla movie wanting to know what the humans do? I know. Except for Shin Godzilla. <laughs> Dude, I tell you, I was watching the 2014 Godzilla, and the thing that that movie and Shin Godzilla really do really well are they make giant monster because let's face it we love the toho movies but in pretty much all of them they're just like fun sci-fi action movies in godzilla and shin godzilla in the original godzilla the og very first godzilla like it's scary and it should be if giant monsters came out of the ocean and just started wrecking san francisco that'd be the scariest thing that ever happened in the world It just would. So, yeah, and yeah, they both, yeah, they've gone very like as much as I love all those Godzilla films mm-hmm. and stuff. Like, yeah, there's definitely, uh, they've definitely gone super cheesy and like, well, this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, this. so I'm really stoked. I'm really stoked to see what happens in this. I I will say though, we were kidding about at work. I'm like, if there's a moment in this film. Where there's like the kid becomes friends somehow with Godzilla, I'm gonna be mad. Oh yeah, same. If they make uh, Millie Bobby Brown Godzilla's friend, I'm gonna be like, I'm done and walk out. Yes. What? Like it's gonna be one of those moments where it's like, I like I, I'll <clears throat> half expect a um, like Godzilla turns like uh, Millie Bobby Brown's gonna be on top of a building. Mm-hmm. Godzilla's gonna turn to her and be like, "Hey, kid, catch this!" and throw a coke truck at her. Oh God. <laughs> And I'll be like, nope. Yeah. I just, nope, I don't want it. No thanks. Nope. No. Not my thing. Not my thing. I'll take Godzilla being a giant world-destroying monster. Well, actually, he's the world-saving monster, I guess, in this one. In some movies. Actually, in the first one, he was kind of the world-saving monster, too, because he hunted the Mudos. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, good point. They're definitely going more. This this round of Godzilla films are definitely gonna are definitely making him more the savior. Yeah, and I mean he wasn't like like in some of the Toho movies he was like in this in the in the uh, legendary 2014 picture he wasn't like making the decision to save people. It was just kind of his natural instinct to yeah. hunt those mudos. So he just kind of and probably the same in this. I don't know. I don't think they're going to make him. I hope they don't make it where they like make him say, you know, like they did in the Toho movies where they're like, we need to call Godzilla. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't, I think they're going to try to do something like that. Yeah. One of the trailers were like, was one of the ones where they're like, you want to make him his pet or you want to make him your pet? And they're like, no, we'll be his. I'm like, that's. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, oh, that's cool. I still think it'll end up being a pretty good movie. Oh yeah. As long as um, Ken Watanabe does a ba- man, I like Ken Watanabe, but in that first movie, he just stumbles around like a drunk sleepwalker. Yep. Yep. I have to see this. I'm like Ken Watanabe. You're a better actor than that. Yeah. Come <laughs> you on, man. You really are. I've seen you in other things. You're good. You're not good in this movie, man. <laughs> All right. Oh, shit. So, anywho, um, anything else that you did this week before we continue with our uh, our MCU rewatch? Um, for the only re- other thing I did was my only holiday movie I've watched so far mm-hmm. um, is Krampus. Ah, <laughs> oh, never saw it. It's a great movie. Yeah, you've told me it's that so before. Good. I still just haven't seen it. Uh, I still believe that um, I still think it's really funny that Tony Collette, like, because I I did a double feature where it was Tony Collette and mm-hmm. uh, and she's in that Krampus and in um, Hereditary. Oh, that's pretty funny. So I I'm like, man, she is just mm-hmm. she is just getting the shitty end of the stick everywhere she goes. Yep. <laughs> 
The one thing I wanted to do and I didn't get around to it, I don't necessarily know why I want to do it, but I still do want to watch the uh, three-episode DC crossover on CW just because I want it. It makes me so sad that those shows aren't good because they're the only live-action versions of so many of these characters. I want to see The Monitor and I want to see Batwoman. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to tell you right now, it's not good. I know that. It's, I mean, think about the shows that... It, I, mean. I literally... Um, I watched, like, bits and pieces. Mm-hmm. And it was just... It's just not good. I know. At all. I, that's what I mean when I say... Because I just... I want to see a live-action version of The Monitor. And I want to see a live-action version of Batwoman. And these are the only ones I, I've got. Which makes me sad. So, I guess we'll find... It's just... I think a lot yeah, of the problems... I, I told you I watched... Mm-hmm. I think I told you I watched one bit already mm. where it's um what was it oh it was uh I, oh, crap what's it called uh it, it had a mezo mm-hmm. yeah and a mezo. I was like yeah, yeah. this is awful <laughs> yeah uh, and, the, and I was thinking about it it's partly budget which I can forgive because you can only get so much budget when you're on TV um, part of it is, but the the biggest part of it, honestly, is these shows are their seasons are just too damn long. They are. Like they are. so much of the problems involving like all the extra cheesy drama, where you feel like you watch the same episode four or five times a season, is just because they're trying to pad it out to twenty three or twenty four episodes a season. Like cut. Cut that stuff out and just make them like ten or twelve episodes a season. Yeah, it's kind of bullcrap. Like so much of this stuff. Like the reason I gave up on Arrow was so much of like the all of, all the well all of, and not just Arrow. I guess all of them was the so much of the the keeping secrets and not being honest and the always having to lie to everyone. and that's just to make the episodes chase their own tail and go around in circles and pad out the season to 24 episodes. Yeah. And that's the worst stuff. So I just think if they would go ahead and shorten the season, which they can't, they're on network TV and network TV still thinks they need to make 24 episodes a season, but I don't know. It's frustrating. That's all I know. It really is. Because like I said, it makes me sad. I want to see... I want to see The Flash. I like The Flash. He's one of my favorite superheroes. And I actually did like the first two seasons of The Flash. I thought they were really good. (laughs) But um, after that, it went downhill. And I liked a few seasons of Arrow, too. And I liked The Green Arrow. He's a superhero I really like. And the fact that the only way I can watch those superheroes is to watch bad shows makes me really sad. Yeah. I did watch a bit with Ruby with Ruby Rose's Batwoman, mm-hmm. and it was all right. I mean, I'm sure she was what it was. Well, I heard that some people felt misled because they thought she was going to be in it more, but I haven't heard anybody say she was bad. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it did, but but like I watched like watched that I watched that one trailer, uh, that one bit with Amazo where they just fought or fighting Amazo in general. Mm-hmm. And it is just Amazo surprisingly looks all right, mm-hmm. but holy crap! That it was like such a stupid battle to watch. Yeah, because it's like it was like it was a uh, Stephen. It was Oliver as uh, Oliver Oliver's as the Barry. Flash. Yeah, as the Flash. Yeah, yeah. and Barry's Oliver, mm-hmm. and it's just whoo. Yeah. I know. Just kind of really lame looking. I know. I've seen pictures of Steve. Number one, and plus the Flash costume they have this season on the Flash. I like the color of it, but the rest of it's really bad. (laughs) Yeah. And it looked extra bad on Stephen Amell. It really did. (laughs) So. Yeah, I was like, yeah, when Stephen Amell was like running around as the Flash, I'm like, what is this? Yeah. yeah. They should have just given him... uh, the Flash suit that they put on John Wesley ship. 
Yeah, they should have. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I told you this earlier, and I got to tell everybody else. Uh, we're, this one's going to be kind of a short episode because I have somewhere to be in a little bit. So why don't we move on to our last topic and talk about? Yes. Uh, since we're doing our MCU rewatch, we'll move on to the next movie. Last week we talked a little bit about Iron Man. This week let's talk a little bit about the Incredible Hulk. Still believe it is probably one of my favorite. Uh, it's like in my top Dude, five. Dude, it's really good. People underrate this movie, I think, a lot. I really do. They especially do. now that there's 20 Marvel movies. I think, and especially since the, especially since they changed the Hulk, I think people forget about this movie, and they shouldn't. It's good. <laughs> yeah, and plus, I'm kind of a little mad that um, that oh, shit. It was one of those movies we could have had. What's his name? Uh, Tim Blake Nelson. Oh, Tim Blake Nelson is the leader. He plays Samuel Stearns. Yeah, he mm. could, would have been leader. Yeah. I think part of the problem there is they didn't uh, Marvel and Universal. You know how like Sony came finally came to the agreement with Marvel that they Marvel could make a whole, uh, Spider-Man movie for Sony. Yeah. That was the same thing that happened with Hulk. Only uh, there's some weird thing where in the contract, obviously they can use Hulk for team up movies, but if they make a, they have, it has it to has be to Universal. Be. So they Marvel yeah. obviously doesn't want to work with Universal, and probably Universal doesn't want to work with Marvel that because probably pro, uh, profit splitting and stuff like that gets shitty and complicated. So. Oh yeah, there's two. There's a lot. Of, there's a lot of red tape with that stuff. Plus, obviously, th- that wasn't the direction they went with, because uh, Iron Man and Hulk, Incredible Hulk came out the same year, and Iron Man was a little lighter and a little funnier, and Hulk was a little darker, and Iron Man did a little bit better than Incredible Hulk. So the whole MCU started moving to be a little bit lighter and a little bit funnier. Yeah. So. That's and there's only like there's a couple things in this movie I don't like. Like I'm not saying it's the 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 absolute best because I do think it's dumb. I'm glad they went back and retconned it. I do think it's dumb that Bruce turns into the Hulk just because his heart rate gets too high because it does mean he can't run or have sex with Betty or it's, yeah. it's a weird thing to be like oh his heart rate gets too high so he turns in like it made a little bit of sense at the time because just because he gets mad is a weird but I just I think I like it better just he gets mad and he turns into the Hulk yeah it's I don't know it's one of those things where like it's fine yeah. for what it, what, what it was trying to do right uh mm-hmm. Personally, I'm like, okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's this movie, yeah, I, I've talked about it multiple times with other people that this that this movie that this movie was so is criminally underrated. Cause like a lot of people just don't give it the time of day. Yeah. It was really and just a monster movie. It's it's basically almost a Godzilla movie. It's basically just a monster movie, which is part I mean, of the you have Tim Roth as Abomination, yep. which is cool. Yeah. And uh and uh, it's just really good. Yeah, and I think everybody in the cast was strong. I mean, obviously uh shoot, the guy that plays Thunderbolt Ross. I can't think of his real name, but uh William Hurt. Yes, thank you. He's really good and obviously he comes back. It was Terrible. I thought for the long and what was it until Civil War? I didn't think he was gonna ever come back. Which I'm glad he came back, and that now he's the head of, uh, you know, the the council that is supposed to overlook the Avengers because that's a pretty good role for him, and I think he's really good at that. I think Liv Tyler was pretty good as Betty. Um, well, Liv Tyler. Yeah. I used to like really like her, and then I realized how much she looks like her dad, and then it started to get weird. Because <laughs> she does look a lot like Steven Tyler. I mean, not anymore since Steven Tyler grew out like his really patchy, stupid beard. But 
Oh, yeah. So, um, in, I, I mean, and also I like Ed Norton. Um, I am, I, when he was gone, I was mad he got replaced. But I actually, going back and watching it, he did a really good job. But I still think Mark Ruffalo is probably better for the role. At least since they changed the role and made Bruce Banner different than he was in, in Incredible Hulk. Because yeah. I can't see Ed Norton doing the role the way that they wrote it for event every from everything from Avengers forward. I could, yeah, I mean he did fine for what it was. Right. Um, well, he did good for he like did what he could. He did good for like Doctor Jekyll trying not to become Mister Hyde. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Like being afraid of turning yeah. into. Yeah, and I mean like. Yeah. And I and I I think that that movie did a good thing where it's like, well, Hulk has all these villains. Mm-hmm. What is one that we can pick that will kind of match him like strength wise? Mm-hmm. I think Abomination was a pretty good choice. I even like because I don't like Abomination's comic design. I think Abomination's comic design looks stupid. I'm glad they actually went with the version of Abomination they did. I know a lot of comic fans wish it was the real Abomination, quote unquote, but I. Don't. I'm glad that they picked that more monstery version of the Abomination. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I was way more into that. Yeah. So yeah, that's that one pretty much. I mean, I don't have to. I I think the design of the Hulk. I'll say it forever. I like. Even though the uh, CGI isn't quite CGI, it's funny also watching this movie how good CGI has gotten in the past 10 years because it's not bad in that movie, but compared to the way the Hulk looks now. Um, yeah. But I I still like the design of the Hulk better. Like it, I get why they decided to make Hulk look more like Mark Ruffalo because like it's still... Bruce Banner's body but I still I was fine with this version of the Hulk not looking like Ed Norton so I would have been I just think he looks more to me he looks more like the Hulk the new Hulk looks like big green Mark Ruffalo which is a little weird big green Mark Ruffalo which all the ladies love they might we don't know yeah (laughs) What do we know? It just reminds me of this. It just reminds me of this college humor. I think it's college humor. I saw it. they did a YouTube video making fun of the whole like he like his the heart race thing. Mm-hmm. So a girl like goes home with uh with Bruce, and like making out, and um and like she he's like we need to stop for a minute. We gotta take this slow because you know and it's like oh you turn into the Hulk when. When like you get upset or angry or like you're you're horny or whatever, it's like yeah, it's just got to be nice and slow. And she's like, no, I want the Hulk. Me. And he's like, what? <laughs> yeah, it's like one of those things where she like starts like, he's like, I just want to know like, will everything, like like if we're in like mid and then all of a sudden it like blows up in me, like you're, you're gonna you... die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god, it's such a funny. Oh, bit. that's great. I like that. That's really good. Um, other than that, uh, we forgot to talk about it, but uh, last week, but because the finale was this week. Oh, good! South we almost Park. forgot again. Good thing you reminded me. I would have forgot again. <laughs> South Park. Oh man, this was a good. This overall, this was a good season. Yeah. Yep. Um, this this last episode was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, it was. Last week's what? God damn it. If this show comes back next season, I'm actually going to be mad. Because in the season finale, yeah. they literally had that whole moment, which I was like, wow, I've never seen a show. do Where they're just standing on the bridge going, why can't we get canceled? Everything is getting canceled. What do we have to do to get canceled? I, I just Do we just have to keep going when, uh, on forever and ever? Yeah. <laughs> It, I just laughed so hard when they're like, "Well, we can't do the bike because when uh, Kenny bails out of the bike mm-hmm. race, and Cartman just yells, Oh, my anxiety's coming back! I'm gonna shoot up the school! We're gonna we shoot, up the, shoot up the school! You're not gonna shoot up the school! 
We're going to show this guy. Yeah. I love that Jeff Bezos was portrayed as being the uh, aliens from the pilot of Star Trek. Oh, my God. I yes. don't know why they made him that way, but it was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Alas, I want to go home and touch butts with my wife. <laughs> I like that they opened the guy in the box. Kids. Yeah, you monster. Kids, I have a prize for you. Whoever opens the box first gets the prize. <laughs> yeah. No, it's no. so funny. Oh, and butters in his goddamn bike. Yeah. Alexa. Or kill Kenny. Kill Kenny. No. You monster. Yeah. I love it so much. Yeah. Yeah, I'm good. They're more than likely going to come back for another season, unfortunately. I know, but it, like I'd be shocked if they don't. Uh, at this point I oh god, I don't know. Like it's so hard to say I want a show I love to not come back, but I really don't. Yeah. They're trying so hard. They don't even I if they don't want to make it, I don't want them to keep making it. <laughs> like Yeah. It's so weird. Like I don't if they're over it, then why should they... It's one of those things where it's like they just don't want to do it. And so they shouldn't have to. <laughs> why do they have to be in a position where they have to? I think it'd be even... You know it'd be even funnier? is If they did get renewed and made the next season the worst possible season they could make it. On purpose. I would still watch it. I would too. I, and I would love it. <laughs> I would yeah. think it was the greatest. I'd be like, okay, now I am glad they got to come back for one season because this is shit and I love it. Yeah, this thing's awful. And I know they're doing it on purpose and I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> that would be great. So, you yeah, know, season 22 of South Park is done and over with. Maybe the last season of South for Park? Now. Probably yeah. not. But we will see. More than likely not. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, <clears throat> we're going to have to wrap this one up for now. But we did get almost to uh, an hour, so that's pretty good. Uh, but I... Hopefully next one we will hopefully see Aquaman as well as maybe talk more Christmas festive stuff since it's the last one before Christmas. Yes, good point. I mean, actually, this comes out the day this, after Christmas. Yes, this epi that one the next episode it. will come out the day after Christmas because Christmas is on a Tuesday. I'm not going to put it out on Tuesday. This episode is... Or the next episode will be December 26th. Yeah. So, all right. Well, I will... Talk to everybody later, and so will you. Yeah, guys. And, yep, later. The Two Broke Geeks podcast is a production of Two Broke Geeks Entertainment in conjunction with Atomic Geekdom. Find us online at twobrokegeeks.com. We're available on iTunes, Google Play Music, and the Satchel Player app for iPhone and for Android. Please subscribe to us on one of these services and leave us a review. It really helps us out. You can also help us out by following us on Facebook, facebook.com slash twobrokegeekspodcast, following our Twitter at 2BGpod, and following us on Instagram where we are also 2BGpod. If you would like to make a donation to the podcast you can do so at patreon.com slash 2bg pod that also really helps us out find atomic geekdom online at atomicgeekdom.com and on twitter at atomic geekdom thanks oh, look. Mm. it's ebenezer scrooge oh. looking older and more wicked than ever i knew he wouldn't disappoint us <laughs> <laughs> Humbug. Merry Christmas! <laughs>